Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Hello, you pet stylists. You found the Groom Pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird. Hi, Susie. How you doing today? I am doing spectacularly because my favorite season is upon us, Halloween. I'm so excited for Halloween. I love it. I'm trying to plan on what I'm going to wear for this year's Halloween costume because I probably will get to groom on the 31st. I'm thinking maybe my cat outfit might be appropriate, but we will see when we get closer. Welcome to episode 385 of The Groom Pod, recorded on September 3rd, 2023 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. I know that seems a little early for Halloween, but it's Halloween. We're pushing it now. It's Halloween at the stores already. It pisses me off. Yeah, it's a little early. It pisses me off. I like Halloween to be October. I don't mind all of October, but I don't think Halloween should be September. Like, fuck off. And I, you know, and everybody's out pumpkin spice time. And there's 25 pumpkin spice products at Trader Joe's. Like, go away. Yeah. I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice, but I'm a fan of Halloween celebrations at the theme parks. And that's what I mean by it's Halloween time. The theme parks are in full force. Halloween mazes and celebrations. That's where you can go in your Halloween costume. Be with other costumed folks, right? Well, I have to be able to run, though, because the guys with the chainsaws come after you. So, you I, know, yeah, you don't want to be too in too much binding clothing. You need to be able to jet out the door. Anyway... This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Show Season, Evolution Cheers, Groomore, and Stazco. And if you guys want to support the podcast, you can do so at Patreon, which is our subscription option. And if you want to support Barbara directly, use the donation button on the website. It says donation on it. I'm going to try to dress it up as best I can so you guys can see it and find it easily. But the money from the donation button goes straight to Barbara. So that's the way to support her. And we have some new donations. Oh, good. Yep. We've got people to think. Meanwhile, we're going to talk about grooming tables and this week's What's New is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you haven't found Groomore, you're missing out. Groomore is an all-in-one software solution for your grooming business. Whether you are a solo mobile groomer or manage several shops, Groomore has everything you need. 24-hour online booking and forms, routing, credit card processing, reminders, Google Calendar and QuickBooks integration, and so much more. And the best customer service anywhere. Shop mobile or house call, Groomore has you covered. And they're giving us a free month. Just enter GroomPod22 in the coupon code. Barbara, we've got donations from Kathleen Jones and from Jennifer Bishop Jenkins and a new Patreon subscriber, Marie, from Peace, Love, and Pups. I like her name. 
Wow. Oh, you know, speaking of names, one of my friends in Australia, had, I guess I hadn't caught this name before. She's been posting. The name of her shop is Little Barks. Oh, that's cute. It's not only cute, but you, I've got to get in touch with her and tell her that I have a dog named Little that barks a lot. <laughs> so, so I, I thought, I mean, that just uh, tickled me. That is clever. I like it. Uh, so I'm going to give a little health report under for my what's new. Good. What's new for me is that I had a cardiologist appointment early this week. They took my vitals, of course, and then what they discovered was that my beats per minute were now gone from the way too high where I was when I was hospitalized to the way too low. She thought maybe that had something to do with I didn't feel like I was recovering at all. I was still like struggling a lot. I was still like mentally foggy. I can't stand that part. I, don't, I just be lame and laid up. But the mentally foggy, I felt like I was taking stupid pills. Ha, you know, because <laughs> it was hard. So, so she took me off of two heart medications that I'd been put on at, in the hospital to suppress my heart rate. And within two days, I felt way better. That's amazing. And I'm able to wake up and feel somewhat rested. I wasn't, I mean, I would wake up just feeling so tired that I had to go back to bed, you know? I'd wake up and have a cup of coffee and go back to bed and, and just be asleep like that. And um, I am so glad to be able to tell y'all that I really feel some some healing going on. And we've got some more tests to do so we can just like discover the extent of the heart damage and failure. Jesus, I never thought I'd be here. Well, yeah, it's a shocker. But, uh, y you know, I'm positive. I didn't feel like we were moving, but now I feel like we're moving ahead. I'm on the mend, but I mean, my, my whole financial house of cards has collapsed. I've, you know, I've defaulted on two credit cards. One of them got in touch with me yesterday. I started answering the phone again. Uh, one of them called me and I owed him like a thousand dollars plus like can you make a payment and clear that up today no I can't <laughs> any payment today oh. I I just you know like I just stuff money in and and it goes down to zero or you know I went to the bank and I had a negative balance for my business account. God, that hasn't happened to me in 25 years, you know? And here I am back at this, you know, like, I don't know, should I go to the swap meet on the weekend and sell my body? I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps some <laughs> no. scissors. You might have some of those laying around. Well, there is going to be a... Um, Thank you for reminding me. The Tucson groomers are going to do a, uh, you know, a, what you call it, garage sale. 
I'm hoping that they're going to pick a Monday this time and so that I can get my stuff there and maybe convert some of my excess things to money. But thank you, everybody, for your continued financial support, which I'm just embarrassed as I'll get out. But, hey, money has never been my my wheelhouse. I accepted that about you like seven and a half years ago. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm paying for it and I'm paying for it in humility and we got your back. But you got I've got friends and you have my back and I'm just so appreciative. You've got a friend in me. So one of the things that happened while I was still somewhat mentally foggy is that last week I came home on Friday and I was really tired. And so now we know I probably had a heart rate in the low 40s. And I was just so tired that I just crashed. I had a glass of iced tea and I crashed. And I woke up Saturday morning and I couldn't find my car keys. Oh, no. And, you know, just two weeks ago, I was I was like praising myself because at least I don't lose my car keys because I've got a system. And then, you know, like that's what a little self-pride will do. And then the universe comes along and slaps you down. (laughs) As it will. How proud are you now, girl? (laughs) Oh, not so proud. You know, so I had to have Yvonne come and get me both Friday and Saturday. And I couldn't do anything Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Monday, I had a cardiologist appointment. I had to take an Uber. Oh. And fortunately, I had a friend who did it for me. Oh, good. Not only did she schedule it because of course I go on my phone and I find out that my Uber account isn't, you know, my phone's not accessing any of my apps. It's just messed up. And uh, so, you know, like I float down to the cardiologist and I drive back. It was kind of an adventure. The first guy who, the first driver, uh, he had a good sense of humor and he triggered my sense of humor and I entertained him the entire you know, 20 minute drive to the clinic. And I had him laughing and I was I was talking about aging and some of my hurdles that I have uh, handled, plus losing my car keys. And I just had him laughing. And when I when I tipped him, he said, thank you. I said, I enjoyed the trip. He said, well, I enjoyed it very much, too. And I said, yeah, actually, you probably ought to be paying me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was looking forward to my next driver on the way home. Not happening. I get in his his car on the way home now. And uh, this driver, first of all, starts complaining that I wasn't in the spot that his app told me I was going to be in. So his app told me I was going to be out on the street. But I was, you know, way up by the building outside the front door. But there's a whole parking lot. 
travel. So he, he was complaining about that. And then when I opened a conversation, we went right to his eight-year-old disabled daughter. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so that's not going to tickle my sense of humor. No. <laughs> In fact, I'm carefully avoiding any disabled jokes. Where to bring the room down. Jeez. I know. Way to bring the ride down. <laughs> so, and then I, so then I asked him, I asked him a question. First, the guy that took me to the clinic, I asked him, what kind of gas mileage do you get? And he says, well, I get about 26 per gallon. And I said, well, that's darn good. So I thought I'd get the guy off of his, um, off of his disabled daughter. And I asked him what his gas mileage was. And he says, I get 17, 18 gallons and it takes all my money. And he goes off on, on the, and he gets political. And I, frankly, I think that it's a set up by the government and, you know. Oh my what? goodness. <clears throat> steak. You know, I mean, he was polite. He knew his route. We didn't get lost. I, I didn't get scared. Right. It was, you know, but like, give me a break. You opposite know? experiences. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Opposite experiences. So that was Monday. I did not find my keys. Every day I would get up and I would look somewhere else. Plus, I would look in all the places I had already looked, which is what you do when someone steals the wallet out of your purse. You open that purse 10 times an hour <laughs> before you believe that the wallet is gone. So I looked in all the same places over and over again. And then I said, you know what? I can't find them. I looked in my car. I looked between my car and my house. I looked in my kitchen. I looked where I'm supposed to put them. I looked uh, in the living room. I looked on the bed. Same thing over and over again. That's start, starting Saturday morning and Wednesday. So Dave, my groomer, offered to come to my house after he finished grooming and help me find the keys. That was good. That's but pretty cool. What, ha what had happened is that by Wednesday, my mind had cleared a little bit. And ah. I was on my futon looking at the front door, and I saw this tall, empty cardboard carton that had arrived with portable um, drawer unit. Yes sitting there and I of course any kind of a flat surface in my house immediately gets covered with stuff <laughs> the queen of clutter I will put some things on the top of that <laughs> we cannot have any unused table space and everything around there is a table anything can become a table and get clutter on it so I remembered having some of the things from work on that box. And I had actually moved the box around to see if these were in the bottom, but I never, I sat on the futon, I looked, I stared at that box and I said, you know what? I never really looked inside that box. 
And I went over there and I removed the dishes and the cat food container and, you know, the few things that I had on the top of that box and opened it up. I mean, of course, because it had been opened, there was a, a, a slot, an open area where the keys could fall in. And they had. And they were down in the bottom, way down in the bottom of that carton, under the flap the total conglomeration of keys wasn't even visible. They had, you know, and that's why they didn't even shake when I kind of shook the box because they were jammed in underneath the bottom flap. And uh, what a relief. What a relief that was because I don't have a, an extra set of keys. Duh. <laughs> From Amazon, I bought an extra key for my Toyota, but you have to program it and all this crap. I didn't get around to it. I didn't get around to it. It's been two years at least. I think I know where that replacement key is. But anyway, that was one thing. That was kind of the uh, anxiety load. Yes, <laughs> the big one. Big anxiety load. The good news I have is about Fraser, the undoable soft-coated Wheaton Terrier mix that, that has been fired from three salons, including PetSmart. Right. I think we've talked about him previously a little talked bit. About, he's also known as the chicken groom because his mom brings freshly boiled chicken in pieces. That's right. This time the piece is too small because I like to actually put a chick piece of chicken in my mouth and hold it there so that I can zip it to him real fast. Because I, the way that I work with Fraser is that I no negotiate everything I'm going to do. And then when he lets me do it, I give him a piece of chicken. That's fair. You're paying him. Yeah. And then when he's in the tub, he's got anxiety. So I just give him, I just feed him a lot of chicken in the tub. And the one thing I haven't been able to do is he has zero tolerance for the high velocity blow dryer ah. at all. And not even the stand dryer. He can't, as soon as you turn that noisy motor on, he starts getting stressed out, barks, snaps. You know, this is what got him fired because what got him fired was that, that people would Im immediately first thing bathe him and try to dry him. And then if there's any other dogs in the room, he's triggered by other dogs. So my laid back failing business. This <laughs> is perfect setup for Fraser and, and my compassionate, intuitive uh, relationship is really paying off because this time I usually uh, pen dry him. But this time Yvonne and I were kind of in a hurry to get out of there and I didn't want to, because it gets hotter than hell in the summertime, we are still under an extraordinary heat kind of situation it's awful so we wanted to get out of there and I had Fraser on the table and she was gonna pick up the host I said no we can't we he won't take it I don't even want to ask him about it in fact he even looked at the hose in her hand and barked 
I said, see, he doesn't want anything to do with this. Let's not do that. Let's just towel him real good. And then it occurred to me that because he was short, he was a bath and tidy because I shaved him real short a couple of months ago. He was a bath and tidy. His coat was just just about like an inch. And he had just started looking like a doodle. And I liked that. Instead of pen drying him, I got my brush dryer, my Chinese brush dryer, and I started brushing him and he tolerated it. Wow. And I fed him chicken. Good boy. And Yvonne went and got another brush dryer and she brush dried her side and I brush dried my side. We got the whole dog bathed and dried and trimmed in an hour. Really? I didn't call the woman until another half an hour because I didn't want her to you don't know how easy it was, although I bragged on the dog. But I'm just so proud of myself for being able to connect with this dog. And part of it is that he's a good dog. He's an intelligent dog. And even though he's real reactive, he's also responsive to treats and being handled in a certain way. You know, they couldn't even do his feet. He's so feet sensitive. But I just have to run my hand down his leg and say, we're going to do your legs and feet now. Give him some chicken and we're done. And now some more chicken. Even if he lets me just run my hand down his leg without barking or snapping at me, he gets chicken. So... We just chickened that pup up like crazy this time. And he did real well. The woman is is so happy with his grooming. And not and not only that, it turned out he looked real good because of the slicker brush that's a part of the brush dryer. And that's a coated tip slicker brush, by the way, on both of my brush dryers. And um, his coat just looked really nice. His tail looked good. I trimmed him up and did his little face around his eyes, especially, and I left him with a little beard. And he, I was just um, prideful. I am proud of my ability to connect with that animal, especially since I can't even groom, groom my own dog. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? I swear. I have one cat I can't do the nails on. I can do anybody else's cat's nails, but my own, nope, nope, can't do this one. So except for now, a little better with my fancy eyeglasses, but I figured out my fancy eyeglasses yeah. are only, I think the biggest one is 10 times, not not a hundred times. There's a dot in there I couldn't see. <laughs> so. As soon as I have a little spending cash, I want to get one of those things. I'm using it all the time. I think they would be good for examining the dog's skin for problems or bugs. <laughs> yes, you're right. I think you can spot the can't see them. Yeah, not just the noceums, but the really noceums. Ever had bugs that we call can't see Well, we call them noceums, but 
same thing. I was a cocaine addict. So there were a fair amount of imaginary bugs that people <laughs> would find while they were using. And you'd watch them search for them on their own personal bodies and pick at them. And it was horrible. I never quite went there. But I tell you what, I can imagine fleas when I see a flea on a dog. I'm certain there's fleas on me every time I see a flea on a dog, even though I know that's probably not the case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fraser, by the way, he was a fly catcher. Oh. First, I didn't get it. I thought maybe he was snapping at me. Oh, I couldn't imagine him doing that. But he was trying to catch this stupid fly. Oh, that's funny. I hate flies. I would rather deal with mosquitoes and you just hit them and you kill them. Or they bite you and they go away. But these flies, they just get determined to come back and bomb you and bomb you and bomb you. I go a little bonkers with flies. I have a Westie that I almost can't groom if there's a fly in the room. She's just horribly upset about flies. And Fraser, I think, actually caught one yet. <laughs> yeah. Extra treat. So anyway, <laughs> so that's my good news, bad news. What about you? Oh, you know, adventures in mobile grooming. What I will say, I'll preface this whole story with the fact that I am genetically cheap. It was handed down from my grandfather to my father and ended up in me. I'm not having any children, so the genetic cheapness is stopping here. I don't think my brother got it. So, yeah, it will stop with me. But those genetically cheap genes can be an experiment. Actually, being frugal is always a little bit of an experiment. And when my table broke last fall, I knew that I was taking a risk at buying a really cheap, non-purpose-built table base that raised up and down off of Amazon. It's a Chinese table base. And it was meant to raise and lower a dining room table, like, for instance, into the floor of your boat. Not even Harbor Freight table base. No, not even Harbor Freight. Real risk. And I knew it. And that's why I'm not really complaining. You don't hear me cussing and complaining about this. Instead, I'm kind of laughing at it because it was definitely an experiment and it went awry. So I'm working last week and all of a sudden it won't go up and down as high as it was. And I, this was the risk that I figured would probably happen. It would go about three inches shorter than it started out at. And it was already a low table. So this kind of made it a challenge to work on. It was lower than it should have been. But I couldn't visually see anything upon inspection that was causing the problem. So I just thought it was the little motor not pushing the table up as far. And I figured... I'll email the guy and we'll get a replacement motor and we'll be back to working. Well, as time went on, it didn't want to go up on one side at all. So I was basically had a play bow situation with half of my table down and the other half of it up. And I thought, oh, I can't work like this. So I tried to straighten it up and the whole thing dropped down to as low as it gets. And this was one of those really neat tables that would go all the way down to the ground and you could uh, just step the big dogs up on it and it would go up. And I think that being in a moving vehicle, even though I lowered it, Every time I moved, I never moved it with a table up. I just don't think it's built for that kind of abuse. So lesson learned, moving on. 
Unfortunately, I had dogs to groom. Big dogs I can do in the bathtub. Little dogs, the people that built my trailer built cabinetry that you theoretically can groom on top of because that's how they did it. They had three different heights of cabinets and they had hooks in the walls, which are still there. And the cabinet tops are still there, although a little slippery up there. And I can put a dog up there and try to groom. Well, my dogs are trained to groom with the table divider to lean against. So they immediately went to the back corner of the table and I have nowhere to put my knees because there's cabinets underneath and I'm struggling and the dogs are messing with me because they can feel my stress. And I'm really going, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it through this day. I made it through the big dog without any problem, of course. So didn't cancel the other two. Two Westies. One of them is older than God and can hardly stand up anymore. And she's blind and she's trying to step off the cabinet. And I can't figure a way to keep her on that little tiny square top of the cabinet. And I finally give up, sit in my stool as low as it could possibly go. And I groomed the Westies on the table all the way down at the bottom of the floor. And I'm Bending over. Yes, and I couldn't, can't get underneath them. I did the nails up on the cabinets to get them done. But here's the kicker. I told my client, who is a childhood friend of mine, I said, well, Kimberly, my table's broken. So I'm just going to be able to do more basic kind of a groom. I'll probably not do the blending and all the, you know, beautiful underline and all that stuff. I'm probably just going to take everything off for summer. And then I'll do a really nice Westy head and a really nice tail. But it's going to be a very basic room. And she said, oh, we don't care. Everything, that'll be fine. No problem at all. So I shaved them down with a five blade. I just five bladed the dogs because the one can't stand up. And the other one is just all over the place because he's really young. Against my better knowledge, I wanted to get the dogs done because I have nowhere to put them. I just don't have anywhere to move anybody. And uh, I took the dogs in and I said, sorry, very basic haircut. And of course she went, they look fantastic. (laughs) And I'm thinking, why am I spending all this time with the thinners and blending and when they think this is absolutely perfectly acceptable to shave all their hairs off the dog. (laughs) You just never know. That's right. Yeah, so I went home, and I'm so lucky to have my own fix-it guy at my house who has nothing else to do but fix the stuff I break. So he came out to the trailer, and we undid the table and it turned out that the brackets that held the part that goes up and down to the frame of the bottom of the table had just broken and they were just separated completely so not expecting anything I emailed the factory who sold me the table and he told me to change the batteries in my remote control (laughs) (laughs) it's because you were a female I know. That was the sexist shit right there. It was. And then he said, he says, take a video of the table going up and down. And I said, it won't go up and down. And um, at this point, I had it 10 months. I beat the crap out of it. I don't expect anything back. It was $279. But what I did have to do was prepare myself for the ugliness of actually buying a grooming table. And on that note, (laughs) Let's take a quick break and we're going to talk about grooming tables. Great segue. 
Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. Show season true tearless shampoo and hypo conditioner fit the bill. They are totally fragrance-free and yet hold up on their own as good products. True Tearless has been expertly formulated to be gentle to the eyes, skin, and hair while maintaining good cleaning power. Hypo conditioner is a great option as well, and it's one of our favorite conditioners with or without fragrance. So let's get fragrance free. Use True Tearless and Hypo Conditioner from Show Season today. Go to showseasongrooming.com. Before we move on, I'd just like to mention Show Season does a thing every year during the time that Atlanta Pet Fair is on. It's called the Tent Sale. And Barbara and I were honored to be like the very first, well, Barbara, I'm just the sidekick. I always forget that. I, my britches grow and shrink as my job does. <laughs> so Barbara was invited to speak at the show season tent sale. And gosh, it's been a long time now, but it's a really great event. And I've heard a rumor, a little mouse told me that a little bird might show up at the tent sale this year. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens, but I just kind of thought I'd plant that seed. If any of you are planning on traveling or are close to the Atlanta area, we might be at show season next year. But if you have the opportunity to talk to them, you might drop a hint of like, gee, we'd love to see Barbara Bird here. Can always do that. I think I'm going to be healthy, real healthy by March. So I'm looking forward to maybe getting an invitation it's quite possible that those coattails that Barbara drags around with her will have a spot for me there as well. So we'll see. It's exciting stuff. I wanted to add something to the show season ad, and that's that I used Truly Tearless on a very dirty little Maltese yesterday. It's uh, <coughs> our dirtiest Maltese. And I, through the Bathing Beauty and just the regular little ounce of shampoo i got that dog really clean i just wanted to say i didn't lose cleaning ability by using the more gentle shampoo and i wanted to use it on peewee because that's the dog that we used grime time over and over and over again so much that we kind of damaged his coat and um, oh. which will happen if you use sodium lauryl sulfate over and over and over. That one, it doesn't have any co-surfactants. Grime time is just straight on sodium lauryl sulfate, and it will clean grease and grime real well. But when the dog's coming in every three weeks, and every three weeks he looks like a tar pit, that's a little rough on a fine white Maltese coat. So I'm laying off that more stronger detergent stuff and i chose the truly cheerless and i was so happy that i was able to just take my time and i did a good job on the bath and just was sparkling white when i finished i've never had a complaint with that product that product is a fantastic well-formulated shampoo that works hard I mean, it works hard. It really does a good job of cleaning for it being so gentle.
Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. You remember that genetic predisposition to being frugal that we were just talking about? Now I'm faced with the daunting task of figuring out what to do about a trailer grooming table. And the kicker is, when the people built this trailer, they built it for me. It was for, uh, it was formulated specifically for my body. It's like got heights for me. The bathtub is at my height. And I asked them, instead of using their crazy-ass fixed countertop grooming system, which now I'm certain I would have never made it with that stupid cabinetry grooming deal i had them put my personal hydraulic table in the grooming trailer and i have a 36 inch table so they literally measured my table and then made a spot for it and then built the cabinetry around that spot so i don't have a lot of options for what tables i can put in there luckily i have a 36 inch tabletop so my first idea which is how i ended up with the dining room table was that i would buy some kind of a table base and put my top on it because if you go out there and look at the sizes of the grooming tables they're massive i messaged flying pig because they have a really nice scissor lift table or at least i thought it looked pretty good but it has a 50 inch top on oh, no. it 50 inches and what i learned long ago is you really want the smallest possible table you can fit the dog on because then the dog's not going to wander off. A little bit more difficult with the older blind dogs or special needs dogs, so that's why I always have the lip system on it so that I'm supported in case. But I use the 36-inch table, and I've never gone, darn it, I wish I had a bigger table. You know, never, not once have I wanted a bigger I table. I have a 42-inch table, two of them, and I've never said... Darn, I wish I had a 36-inch table. <laughs> That's well, because I have to have room on the table to put stuff. I even do it in my grooming to put stuff on the table. I keep it there. I've actually narrowed down the grooming area probably four inches in on the front and the back of my 42-inch grooming table because I've got some cologne there. I've got the quick stop there. I've got some blades cooling off and the cooling pad there. And I've got, you know, like who knows what, a bottle of water, my, my cell phone on the other side, you know, like, so they have to fit in the smaller area. Might as well have a 36 inch table and have accessory table or something for myself well go on I'm sorry that's okay it makes me laugh (laughs) cracks me up because (laughs) the girl who taught me to groom was taught to never put anything on the table so I learned to never put anything on the table I never put yeah learning I've never kicked anything off the table I've never lost my comb under a pile of hair it always sits off to the side in its spot and the trailer is so small that I have to keep stuff where it belongs or it just doesn't work. But luckily, there's not a drawer I can't reach from where I'm standing or sitting at the table. There's nothing I can't reach. So it works out really well for me. So I never thought about 
the fact that some people use half of the table to store their stuff on. So I, I'm good with the 36-inch table. It's always been fine for me. And when I went out there to look for tables, there's like 36, 42, 45, 48, and 50 inches. And all I can think of is on a 50-inch table, the dog I'm working on, which will likely be under 20 pounds, is going to be in the far corner of that table as I'm trying to work on it. It just blows my mind that some people deal with that every single day. I'm so silly, I actually divide my table in half on top of it. So I have a 36-inch table long, but it's probably only 18 inches wide. And the dogs stand on it, dogs as big as uh, Springer Spaniels I have up there. The rest of them I do in the bathtub. Anyway... I thought I could just put my top on a table base, but Flying Pig says that you can take the top of the table off, but there's a metal fixed ring frame that stays on the table. So you can't take the tabletop off and replace it with anything but the same size tabletop that will fit in the frame. So I thought that was interesting. I didn't know uh. that. And then I thought, well, how do you clamp stuff on the side of your table if you want an arm to dry dogs with, you know, to hold the dryer or my groomer's helper? If it's got a big rim on it, I don't know. It seemed a little weird. So anyway, they don't sell their tables separately from the top. So I emailed a few other companies and nobody really wanted to sell me. They all wanted me to take the top. They didn't want to sell me one without a top. Yeah, you could do handy with sell you a tabletop. I emailed him. Yeah, I asked Curtis if he would sell me a table base, and he said he didn't have any. So I was fine with that. I think that he has to order the big boys by themselves, but I can't use a big boy because the way to pump it up and down is not accessible. I was talking about tops. Yeah, no, I have a top. I have a perfectly good top. It's the bottom I need. My top is fabulous. I love it. Yeah, I had that happen. My handy big boy on wheels which is a vital, important tool in my toolkit, um, it broke. It The hydraulic just gave out, and it wasn't repairable. wasn't metal giving out, but it was totally dead. I had it uh, diagnosed. It went down and wouldn't go anywhere up, and it was heavy. I bought a base at Harbor Freight. I actually had a guy come in and he bought it at Harbor Freight, but I found it there. So far, it's worked pretty good. It's a little bit more lightweight than I would like for the heavier dogs. I mean, I think a, a really wild, heavy dog could tip it over. But then again, I got tipped over once on the heavy, big, heavy heavy table, which is another story for another day. This table doesn't go up quite as high as the original, but it goes up high enough for what we need for now. And it was really frugal. My grandfather would have been proud. Your grandfather would have been proud, yeah. yeah. So I then moved on to Amazon. And my desire, what I really wanted was one of those scissor lift or accordion lift tables that goes all the way down yeah. and all the way up. And I could find one that I thought I might be able to take the top off, kind of an off-brand, for about $700 or $800. I was willing to spend that, but it was an off-brand, and I didn't like the reviews. I just wasn't overly comfortable with the reviews. So then I searched around a little bit more, and 
realizing that I'm mobile and that I park on hills and that I go up and down driveways, even though I lower the table all the way down, I didn't want to go with one of the X-lift tables that was basically the same as the dining room table lift, only with a beefier motor. I didn't want to do that. I didn't think that would be a good idea. So instead, I started to look for the more traditional Z-lift table. The hitch with that is the spot for my table actually has 42 inches, but the Z-lift tables go out of their profile when they go up. So they move a little bit, right? So I wasn't really sure how that would work. But then I saw the price. And Amazon apparently went out to buy some grooming tables that they thought customers would use in their homes. Like people would go out and buy a grooming table to use in their home or that they would sell commercially, perhaps. But what they don't realize is most of us just buy one table or two tables in our whole entire career. Not a tool that breaks all that often. It might, uh, you know, depending on how long, if you have Barbara's career, you might go through three or four. I've had two. My other table, I had the big boy, and that lasted me, I think, about maybe 20 years. And my other table is an original Demco electric table that about 15 years ago, maybe 10, I don't know, something like that, I had to put a new top on it. It's electric. So I have a hydraulic in the back room and I have an electric in my grooming area because I can sit down on my rodeote stool and uh, raise my dogs up and down. Although it doesn't go down to the Mine ground. doesn't either, the new one. But I'm okay with that because it does go within two feet of the ground and I think I can get anybody's feet up that high. Most anybody. I found a super cheap table that Amazon had apparently bought And now they have too many of them and they want to get rid of them. So I read the reviews and for the most part, the reviews were really, really positive and really good with the exception of a couple one and two star reviews where the tables came and they didn't work right out of the box. But if your table works out of the box, they seem to be a very good solid table. It's a Z-lift. It has a 36 inch top on it which also has an unremovable rim, which means I've got to move all my lip system over to this new table. So that was a bit of a challenge, but I managed to do it. It weighs like 95 pounds. I think my other grooming table weighed like 50 pounds. So it's really heavy duty. I think I can drive up and down driveways with it. But the kicker is Amazon was selling it for $360 plus a $30 coupon off. So I got it for like $331 plus tax and they delivered it the next day. Ah, So nice living in near Seattle and near the Amazon headquarters. It's true. So we managed to get it in because it made through my tiny trailer door, which I thought I was a little bit worried about since the tabletop didn't come. It came crated and it came fully assembled. So just plug and play and it's electric. And it goes up to 41 inches, which would mean that my lip system would go right through the top of my trailer if I just randomly stepped on it and it kept going up. But it fits in the profile. It actually doesn't move as much as I thought. Anyway, a good bargain indeed. $331 for a brand new grooming table. 
that is really beefy and sturdy and is uses an old traditional lifting method, not one of the newer flimsier frames. Are you going to put the lips on it? It was a little bit tricky because the edge of the table, I guess I'm going to say it, Chinese inches are a little bit different than American inches. <laughs> so it hangs over the edge of the table. So it only has three bolts that go through the table, which is fine. Three is enough. I'm not doing 150 pound dogs. I don't have anybody who isn't really pretty tolerable. And it goes down to two feet from the floor so I can work with it. Uh, it still makes it possible for me to do my standard poodle head at a comfortable height. And it goes up and down so smoothly, and I can line it up right next to the cabinetry so my dogs can walk straight across to the bathtub, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So the variables with the tables are, are they hydraulic, or is it electric, or is it a fixed table? Those are kind of the three options you have, and the hydraulic tables have a tendency to be a little jumpy when you're pumping them up and down. So the electric tables are a little bit smoother in the lifting process. Do you find that to be true? I think it kind of depends, but I have found tables that don't have the scissor kind of base. The dogs can rock the table and then, then they get scared because it's rocking. This is too weird. They're doing it. They're making it. That's too weird. I can't take this anymore. My pedestal table rocked like crazy. I had to lean against it and hold it up. I think you are the world's best shopper. I just acknowledge your shopping skills and your ability to be patient and you read the reviews. I don't always read the review. If I like the product, I just get it. And then I say, uh-oh, I don't read everyone. I Although if I'm leisure. I might. Basically, I just um, get the notion of whether it's acceptable or not. Well, I was trying to figure out what made this table so cheap. And one of them is that it's 36 inches instead of 50 inches. I mean, that's a great difference if people really want to set up shop on the end of their table. They're not going to be able to do it on a 36-inch table. So I get that. The other thing that's a variable that this table doesn't do is it doesn't spin around. So if you were not against a wall surrounded by cabinetry, you would have to walk around to the other side of the table. So that would be another deterrent. I have to walk around my table. Now, the one on wheels, we can kind of rotate the whole operation, but that's a little bit cumbersome. What's good about it is that we can roll it to the tub and lift the dog into the tub. That's cool. So it's really important to my setup where I've got a, a lot of distance between the table and the tub. What about the top of the table? So my hand view table had like marine decking on it. And you could pick a color like blue, because there's no dogs that are blue. Well, unless you're dying dogs, then you might have some blue. But it makes it really easy to cut against a blue background because you're able to see black against it. You're able to see white against it. I agree. And he, in particular, uses marine deck material. So it's got tiny texture, but not a bunch of texture. This new table that I got is pebbly. But it's like little pyramids, and I don't think I'd want to stand on it at all. So I always use a table mat anyway. But if I didn't, it would be a little weird to clean. It would be a little weird to stand on. Also, they have some that have ribs that go back uh, the length. I don't Me like either. those. I've had those. I've had those in gray and in black. That's kind of the old. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Barbara's laptop quit. 
So I'm just going to wrap up the table talk by myself. I hope that's all right with everyone. I think that the importance of being able to clean it is huge because it's so annoying to try to get the ridges clean or this little pyramid pointy pebble thing clean. I definitely prefer the marine decking material in a color that does not come in a dog color. Now we come to the accessories on the table part, which this includes the grooming arm and whatever, if you've got an over the table lip system like I do, or a groomer's helper, or one of those caddies that you stack all your stuff in that hangs off of your grooming arm. These are all variables that if you need some of them, you'll wanna make sure that your table can accommodate them. Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold Spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. Chris Bear Anthony here, visiting the Groom Pod. So, if you know me, you know how much I love my Evolution shears. They are the only shears I actually use. So check out all the options, including customizable non-swivels, at evolutionshears.com and give Abby a shout with any questions you might have. GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod, so check them out today. Your hands will thank you. I was just telling our lovely listeners about the over-the-table system that came with my new table. It's a traditional grooming arm that attaches on the outside edges of the table with some bolts and stuff like that. And it goes across the top in the traditional sense. And then there's one that goes up the other side straight and then has a curved piece that attaches across the middle. It does not seem very stable, Barbara. Wow. I want to see a picture of that. I didn't even bother to put it together because my husband just came out and put my lips, the flanges, the bottom of the lips then gets bolted onto the table with through bolts. So it's all the way bolted underneath your table. And then, and then the pipes fit into the flange and then it's stainless steel and it can hold like 150 pounds, 165 pounds. It can hold Curtis hanging from it. He used to do that at the trade shows, but uh, that's what I have. But you've got to have some kind of grooming arm. And again, I'm going to mention that the tables that have these permanent rims on it may or may not fit your portable grooming arm. And in the case of my portable grooming arms, when I used the table before Terry had mounted my lips on it, one of them fit, but the other side didn't. So you got to kind of watch that. Depending on what you've got, you might have to replace that. But really good, solid table. So do you use a table mat? For the most part, yes. I find them very helpful. The dogs are more comfortable that way. Plus, they're easier to clean up. Plus, I use the... Oh God, now I can't remember the name of it. But I use the fitted towel top. And, uh, and that is helpful when you're drying dogs because... It absorbs moisture as you spray off the dogs. And it's also quite comfortable for the dogs. Not good to scissor on the feet, though. 
you can do a lot of other grooming around that, especially you see in your case, you've got a clipper vac, so you're not leaving a lot of hair on the table that gets mixed up with the toweling. Right. I'll grab the link to that. It's on, I get those on Etsy. And, you know, they're a little bit costly and they don't last long enough, but I can't groom without those covers. I my, I use a moisture magnet from Romani, the German towels and some, yeah. I think Frank Rowe has them. There's a few people that have them. That's what I use. I put that on the table and the dogs stand on that on top of the mat when I'm drawing and they really soak up a lot. The one problem that I have with the mat is that some of my dancing dogs will actually find out how to push the mat kind of off. I get it because when I drive, my mat ends up on the floor. But the new table has a tiny little edge on it and the mat's staying on top of the little pyramid bumpy things. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. You have a gear holder. It attaches to your grooming arm or something, don't you? I have the Hanvey dish that fits on one pole. And then I have a uh, table works. And some I used to have two of them on the other end because four scissors or five scissors isn't enough for me. I have at arm's reach one of those root scissor holders where I've got a whole bunch of scissors in there and I can find my scissors that way. And I have all kinds of things attached to my pole. I mean, you know, I'm going to clutter. You know, I've got muzzles on one, hanging off of one side. I've got chains and links and flank straps on the end. And got to have everything right there. So my table just looks like, a, well, whatever it looks like. Maybe we should send pictures. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I probably should put a picture of the table up there in case anybody's looking for a good, sturdy 36-inch table. I have no, because like I said, everything is, I'm limited on space. I, I can't have things hanging off the ends of my table. So what I do have on my table is my groomer's helper. I have that on the right side so that I can use it as a cross tie. Or if dogs are turning away from me, I can clip them to the groomer's helper and it turns them more towards me so I can see. I've got that on one side. And then on the other side of my table, I have a dryer hose clamp so that if I'm trying to do any stretch drying. Oh, I have one of those, a groomer's arm. And I can take off my tool caddy and use the post for a uh, groomer's helper situation if I need to. I like to use neck loops that have a fixed ring and uh, and then I have little extension devices. Uh, I get these kits that have a strap that has quick release on both sides and then I can use that to either catch the under the chin or the back of the flank strap. So I have those hanging from the two things. I, got, I, sh I should... Uh, Fix it up and send a picture and people can laugh at me. He should do that. <laughs> I also want to let people know that if you don't have them, go to Home Depot, get stainless steel links like you would hang a lamp from the ceiling with. They're chain links, but they're not really heavy duty. But if you get the stainless steel ones, they're heavy duty enough. And then you attach 
clips onto either end and you can make your own personal way to adjust how high your grooming arm is or where you attach stuff or to attach around the post and then to the dog. All kinds of things are very useful. They make things much more adjustable and I think Curtis was one of the first to use that system. I have another system that I use and my table that's a strap that has rings sewn into it at different levels uh, hanging down and you can pick a height. So, you know, I have that that goes with one of my rear end kind of things. Yeah. A rear flap. Sometimes you got to think out of the box, you know, just use some links. You got to use the flank strap up front. Yes, sometimes you got to use the flank strap up front. And I want to say, even if your dogs aren't dancing, it's so helpful on your older dogs to use that flank strap and give them that support because it's almost like you're holding their hips up with your hand. And a good flank strap can be taken down one side at a time. Absolutely. So I've got a couple of those. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a picture of my table set up just so everybody can see all the shit I have on my and table. And I will take the austere picture of my table with nothing hanging on it. <laughs> but you'll have to excuse the peeling wall behind my table. But other than that, I think I'm not afraid. I'll show uh, it. You can- Photoshop it. Yeah, I could do that, or I could just be bold and let it fly, (laughs) which I think I'm more likely to do. Hey, Barbara, I'm going to let you go because I know you have an itchy dog or two, and I think you're going to get them some Benadryl and uh, hopefully make them feel a little bit better. By the way, you look smashing in your hand V engineering. Oh, I know, my shirt. Really nice. It's a good color for me. I was going to say for your hair, too. It really makes your hair pop. Well, thank you for noticing how I look, because you know I notice. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. Remember to support Barbara. Go to the website and click on the donation button, and you'll give her a one-time donation that I then send right to her. If you want to support the podcast, do a Patreon subscription. Even a dollar helps, but, you know, more than a dollar is better. And someday we'll try to figure out some way to give you guys benefits. Remember to look at Barbara's article in Groomer to Groomer, which will be coming out before this podcast is released. So make sure you check it out. It's going to take a few days for everybody to get it in the mail. It'll be old news by the time you... Anyway, there's an article about me in the September issue. There certainly is. Happy grooming. See you next time on the Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. Well, I wanted to say... Jennifer Bishop Jenkins did a wonderful job writing my story, and I just love her for it. She really got me. Yeah, she did. Got me. She really did. I just celebrate that article. And we celebrate you, my dear. Check it out, and everybody, take care of yourselves. Till we see you again, because we love the heck out of you.